The author, E.M. Bounds. The book, Purpose in Prayer. The chapter, chapter number two, The Fire That Consumes. E.M. Bounds begins with a quote by Jeremy Taylor. Mr. Taylor says this, The prayers of holy men appease God's wrath, drive away temptations, resist and overcome the devil, procure the ministry and service of angels, rescind the decrees of God. Prayer cures sickness and obtains pardon. It arrests the sun in its course and stays the wheels of the chariot of the moon. It rules over all gods, with little g, and opens and shuts the storehouses of rain. It unlocks the cabinet of the womb and quenches the violence of fire. It stops the mouths of lions and reconciles our suffering and weak faculties with the violence of torment and violence of persecution. It pleases God and supplies all our need. E.M. Bounds continues to say, Prayer has an incredible power to arrest and change the purposes of God. The stroke of his power is relieved by the prayers of righteous men. We can witness both the possibilities and the necessity of prayer when we see how, in the following examples from the scriptures, the prayers of God's saints brought about a change in God's plans. Our first example of this is found in Genesis, when Abimelech had been smitten by God. Genesis 20, verse number 17 and 18. So Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. In another example, Job's miserable, mistaken comforters had so behaved themselves in their controversy, controversy, I should say, with Job, that God's wrath was kindled against them. Job 42.8, My servant Job shall pray for you. For him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, in that ye have spoken of me the thing which is right like my servant Job. Verse 10, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Mr. Bounds continues on to talk about Jonah when he tried to run from the Lord. Jonah 1.4, the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest. Of course, the lot fell upon Jonah. And what happened? Jonah 1.17, the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. Verse number, chapter 2, verse 2, then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God, and he was delivered. It was the purpose of God as well to destroy the great and wicked city of Nineveh. Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown, Jonah 3.4. That was God's decree against the city. However, Nineveh prayed, covered with sackcloth and sitting in nothing but ashes. She, the city, cried mightily unto God, Jonah 3.8. And verse 10, And God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them. Mr. Bounds continues on talking about Pharaoh and Hezekiah and others who asked of God. Moses, Ezra, Daniel, Elijah, Hannah with Samuel. Everything was possible. We'll conclude with this by E.M. Bounds. Everything was possible to the men and women who knew how to pray and it is still 
possible today. Prayer indeed opened a limitless storehouse and God's hand withheld nothing. Prayer introduced those who practiced it into a world of privilege and brought the strength and wealth of heaven down to the aid of finite man. What rich and wonderful power they had who had learned the secret of victorious approach to God. And yet, strange as it seems, when we contemplate the wonders of which God's people had been witnesses, they became slack in prayer. The mighty hold upon God, which had so often struck awe and terror into the hearts of their enemies, lost its grip. The people, backslidden and apostate, had gone off from their praying, if the bulk of them had ever truly prayed. The Pharisees' cold and lifeless praying was substituted for any genuine approach to God, and because of that formal method of praying, the whole of their worship became a parody of its real purpose. The circle seemed limited and short-lived. The praying ones were few and far between. They had no survivors, none to imitate their devotion to God, none to preserve the role of the elect. We'll end on that sour note, but as we continue in chapter 2, the fire that consumes, we'll start looking up. Thanks for listening today to the Micah McCurry podcast. Greatly appreciate your investment of time. God bless.